out, you pervert, and take the squid with you. But where am I going to go? Uh, oh. I haven't got nowhere else to go. I'll do anything. You do my bidding. Welcome to this Staggering Stories Podcast 137. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I am not the... Jean. Because <laughs> Jean's not here. No, 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 Jean isn't For tonight you will be known as Not Jean. Hello, Not Jean. Not Jean. <laughs> Go blimey, governor. Strike her <laughs> like... She's going to Apples and pears. Yes, I know she's. I know, I know. Jean is rehearsing for being an Olympic person. Yes. yes. She gets to boss people around. Mm. Somehow I think she'd suit that. She'd be that. good at yeah, that. Yeah, she'd yeah. be very good at that. Yeah. Torch Hi. comes to Crawley in a week. A week? Mm. Yeah, 17th of July. Mm. Why is there only one, though? There's not only one. Oh, isn't there? No. There can one. be only one. All 8,000 have got one, and they just pass on the flame, mm. not the torch. Yes, I, I know, but why is there only one flame? It's all coming from a central source. You could have multiple flames at a central source. Well, I suppose technically it's not just one flame. It's a new flame every time. Do- why do you ask questions like that? <laughs> well, just, didn't, it's didn't, the flame of hope in, and I was in, in the ten torrential <laughs> rain that has just been the English summer, didn't yeah, you go out? Did you, it's yeah, been out many did. times. <laughs> yeah. Did you see they? some idiot thought it would be a good idea to put the um, torch carrier with the flame in a dinghy uh-huh. and send it over some rough water. <laughs> really? And funnily <laughs> enough, they all ended up in the water and the flame went out again. <laughs> it hasn't been sunny in England for about eight weeks and the flame's been rained out a yes. few times. Yeah. This is all bad omens. Well, I, think, yeah, I think it's meant to be bad luck. But... Well, the thing <laughs> is, with the Olympic flame, everyone thinks the tradition started with the uh, beginnings of no. Um, no. Yeah, the modern Olympics. Actually, it started in Nazi Germany in yeah, 1936. That's a Nazi tradition. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So, mm, Why do we still do it then? I don't know. <laughs> Ban the flame! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without further ado, coming to you from the El Presidente home for itinerant podcasters, it's the news with El Presidente! <laughs> Doctor Who News! Yes, stars for Gattis. Gattis, I believe, but uh, what the hell? Don't care. Mark. (laughs) Mark. Emma Peel of the Avengers fame, the real Avengers, that is, not the Marvel knockoff, Mm. will soon be appearing in a Doctor Who episode near you. Well, that is to say, Dame Diana Rigg has been cast to appear in Mark Gatiss's episode of Doctor Who, due in the Gemma Louise Coleman half of the season. Is that what we're calling it now? (laughs) It is, Okay, But that's not all. Also, Rigg's daughter, Rachel Sterling, will, for the first time, be acting alongside her mother. Of this, Rigg said... The first time Rachel and I will be working together is on an episode of Doctor Who, specially written for us by Mark Gatiss. How lucky is that? <laughs> I think you should have done the trucker voice. <laughs> Sterling added... Mark Gatiss has written a gift of a script and an on-screen relationship between Ma and I. That is truly delicious. We have never before worked together because the offer has not been tempting. But when such a funny and original script comes, through you know the time has come. Again, it's a long piece, so he chooses the most painful <laughs> voice yeah, to say yeah. it in. You're a masochist, aren't you? I know. But even that's not all. Oh, the ledge that the ledge. is David Warner will also feature in the story alongside Liam Cunningham, who played the dullard President Tate in Outcasts. Mm. Mm. 
David Warner. About time he's been in Doctor Who proper. Yeah, he yeah. did the an- didn't animate it, didn't he? he? He's been he's been circling the drain for quite some time, and so he's played speak. the Doctor, of course. Yes, in uh, two With a couple of big finishes. Yes, alternate Doctors. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all together, Ernest Borgnine, dead. dead. Veteran actor with filmography longer than Gillen's legs. I wonder who wrote that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wonder. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine has. Dr- has I don't think dead. he actually dropped dead. I think, <laughs> I think it was on the cards. It's been coming for quite some time. <laughs> He's gone beyond the veil. <laughs> His credits include such classics as The Dirty Dozen, The Flight of the Phoenix, The Poseidon Adventure. Poseidon Adventure! Woo! Mm-hmm. As I say, Sorry. with Leslie, Leslie Nielsen as the captain, so the, the ship was bound to turn upside down to. <laughs> yeah. It was good, The Poseidon Adventure. You got a lot of guts, lady. A lot of guts. Disney's The Black Hole, Gattaca. And, of course, there was Dominic Santini in Airwolf. Yeah, Airwolf. Yeah. He died at an incredible, oh, blimey, 95 years old. Yeah. yeah. And even more amazing, he was still working hard right until the end, having been in four films in 2011 alone. Mm, yeah. He was in ER in 2009 as well. Yeah, 20, 2010, I think it was, actually. Mm. Oh, yeah, good, I think yeah, he even in the water, didn't he? Yeah. He was actually on the list of people I already thought was... You'd already dead. killed him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But considering you, he was 95, that's... You, that's, you could have got points for that. I could have done. Yeah. Uh, imagine how bad would have felt if it had come up last week. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> True Blood, sixth season confirmed. Ooh. When you came in, the air went out. Sorry. What? <laughs> Gone again. Those... Richard, that reminds me. I didn't know mm? that, you know, after there's been lightning, yeah. and yeah. like in Poltergeist, you count yeah. to hear, see yeah. how far away. Yeah. Thunder is actually the air rushing back into the vacuum left by the lightning. Hmm. My suggestion at work that it was God moving the furniture around was met with mirth and jollity. <laughs> what do they know? And cries of heretic. <laughs> and they said they're not even going to talk to me about Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, he only comes once a year and that's down a chimney. <laughs> can we please get off of Smut Alley and onto serious grown-up people? Smut Alley? Yeah. Talking of smut, <laughs> true <Okay>. blood. <laughs> Those of you who like your vampires with a slight homoerotic twist... We'll be pleased to hear that HBO have renewed True Blood for a sixth season. This despite reports that season five's ratings have been down somewhat in season four. Mm. Though still clearly respectful enough for HBO to continue with it. Mm-hmm. The show's creator, Alan Ball, had previously stated that season five would be his last as showrunner. Mm. But it remains to be seen if he could be persuaded to change his mind and stay mm. on. Well, they're also talking about extending it to a seven season. Yeah. So fed up of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> well, zombies are hinting nowadays. Yeah. I don't like zombies, though. Yeah, zombies are vampires. <laughs> are both very popular <sighs> well with the glut of zombie things in uh, sort of uh, TV and uh, film at the moment I think uh, we need more werewolves werewolves are a bit passe at the moment <laughs> <laughs> well I'm so sorry <laughs> werewolves just so passe <laughs> killer mime artists is what we need ah oh, yeah killer clowns from outer space mm, yep <laughs> I have an addendum. Oh, good. Yes, yes. El Presidente I, I... has to stick his fingers in his ears and say la 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 oh, la la. Right, yeah. Spoiler music. Spoiler music. Now, bearing in mind that this comes hot off the press from hmm? paper, paper. Oh, the Daily Mail. We must take it with a pinch of salt. A pinch. Uh-huh. All right. A, a pillar of a salt. A pillar of salt. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, mm. a lot's wife of salt. Tombo is going to be featuring in the 50th anniversary episode. Mm. And also, Mm. although we have this following one followed on from a load of comments and headed off down Chinese Whispers Boulevard, Eccles Cake is also being been approached. I I can believe he would be an approach. Whether Mm. he'll accept. Accept or not, that remains to be seen. El Presidente's fingers are going to go so far into his ears (laughs) that he's going to tickle his own brain. (laughs) Well, he's smiling pleasantly Mm. now. That's because he can lip read. (laughs) He's wishing he can't because he's just completely spoiled everything for him. If Tombo is in it, I wonder if it'll be like a throwaway cameo. He'll be a doddery old man sitting in cafe. This is the point. Uh, I've got hold of the latest SFX and there's a small... Sound bite from him, and he said he wouldn't do it if it's just if he's just trundled out for a relic from a, a previous. That's century. what Elizabeth Sladen said about Sarah Jane yeah. when she first was approached. Yeah. She thought it would be she was 
in the background Cotton shopping spit. or something yeah. and yeah. she wouldn't do it. Yeah. So interesting. Mm. Now let's have a couple of minutes talking about just, El Presidente while he's still got his yeah, fingers in his just ears. Just randomly saying... I think his new haircut, I mean, curls just don't suit him. Ties. He always got to wear ties. He just wears some cargo pants and some sweatshorts occasionally. And, and a hoodie. Yes. Yeah. 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 The, the jeweled sweatshorts, you know the type. You know, the jeweled brocade. Do you think we should tell him to take his fingers out of his ears now? No, I think we should do the whole podcast with him. I think oh, no, I think he's falling asleep over there. Okay. You may extricate your fingers. And Gillen's. <laughs> he's got glue on the end of them now. So now we know what's going to happen to Amy. Mm. <laughs> he's going to cry. Which involves an industrial-sized tub of small figure and a mm. rabbit-shaped jelly mould. What sort of rabbit? <laughs> that sort. Ah. <laughs> oh, dear. Any more addendums? No, no. no it's, I have no addendum. Really, it's been very quiet. No, it's been very quiet. No. Yeah. Addendums. No we have addendums no today. addendums today. We've been to the cinema. Yes. You popcorn! No. You didn't have popcorn. Na- nachos. No. Your youngest construct lets you have a Malteser. Mm, a whole Malteser. <laughs> yes. Very generous of him. We've been to see Spider-Man. <laughs> and doesn't Amazingly. he look like Andy Murray? He does. What, crying his eyes out? Well, not just that. He, just he did looked, a lot, actually. He just yes. looks like Andy yes. Murray. Right. Mm. <laughs> He's got a strange long neck. <laughs> and a big... Um, Adam's apple? Adam's apple, that's it. You don't like Adam's apples, do you? Yeah. No, I don't. I think they're the work of the devil. Yes. <laughs> and they're freaky. <laughs> Why? Because they are. They go up and down, and when you, you touch you tr- them... You try like, to get oh. you to put your hand on your throat... While you swallow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is just wrong. You were saying about Smut Alley. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one. I just didn't say you're no, the No, yeah, there's nothing innocent about... Oh, that was better. <laughs> you stop throwing your pen well, at don't me. Don't give it back to me then. No. Oh, I will. I'll give it back to you. Oh, God. <laughs> right, so, real Keith. Yes. El Presidente. Yep. Construct number two. And myself went to SeaWorld in Crawley, mm-hmm. and we chose to see the film as God intended. And you not... said SeaWorld. No, no SeaWorld. <laughs> we chose to see the film as God intended, none of your IMAX, IMAX 3D, 3D wobbly mm. seated D-box nonsense. Yep. And it was very good. Yes. Was amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Is it a reboot of the first film? Or yes. Yeah. We're, we're back to basics, yeah. the yeah. origin story again. You that got that is the problem with it. I think it, yeah. it's retelling stuff we've seen only a few mm. years ago. All oh, right. Mm. Um, but they do, do it in a different way. Yeah. Got Martin uh, Sheen as Uncle Ben. Yeah. And Sally Fields as um, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben, yeah. Yeah. He does very good rice. He does, doesn't mm. he? <laughs> <laughs> Sally Prison Field as Aunt, Aunt May. May. And Andrew Garfield, who's English. As, well, kind of. Well, sort of. As Peter Parker. Mm. Mm. He was actually born in LA, I believe. Oh, was he? Yeah, but he was brought up in, in England. Oh, ah, right. so, is, so he sounds English and effectively is English. He's got dual citizenship. Mm. And he's good friends with Matt Smith, apparently. Yes. yes. Mm. And he has appeared in Doctor Who. He did, didn't Ooh, he? What, what did he appear in? You're not going to like it. No. Oh, nobody let likes me this guess. One. Uh, Love and Monsters? No. 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 Um, fear her? No. No. no, no I like Fear her. <laughs> uh, Fast uh, Alien Slithings? Uh, Even worse than that. Oh, blimey. Bad, worse than that. Yes. Oh, oh, Muppets in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Frank, Baron. I can't remember yes. which one Frank was. He, it he was, was the half... boyfriend. No, no, he half was... pig. No, he was not not the half pig one. He was the younger lad from Hooverville. Oh, okay. I'd have to rewatch um... it. I'm sure I recognise him now. Yeah, of course, but uh, yeah, I didn't recognise him in Spider Man a few years ago. Mm. But anyway, I know as you said, it's a reboot, and they're trying to take a different angle to it. Yes, and I did notice they sort of with almost a paranoid intensity they kept away from the Spider-Man creed with great power uh, yeah, comes great I response they said, him to say that they said the everything end. but oh. yeah <laughs> that phone message I thought when well, they played it the yeah. full oh, thing at the end I yeah. thought he's yeah. going to say it yeah. but he, he didn't, didn't. <laughs> no they, they, they put effort in working around Ooh. it mm. So we all know the story, but this actually goes back further. The director was saying how he wanted it to be not just how Spider-Man is created, but also how Peter Parker 
yeah. mm-hmm. becomes what he is. So you see him as a small child, you see what happens to his parents, or you yeah. don't. Mm. They disappear, uh, and the effect that has on him. So it's more the building of Peter Parker before you get to the building of Spider-Man. Uh-huh. It actually has taken the Christopher Nolan Batman route. Yeah. I, the yeah, trilogy yeah. has, or the next film at least, has been built in. You've yes. got the seeds for it, because there's a lot of unanswered questions, like, mm. actually, what did happen to, to his parents? parents. Mm-hmm. And you that's had, going to play out. You had out. that clip, that news clip, yeah. up on the computer that wasn't actually mentioned. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which and we can't say anything on No, and Norman Osborn is, is there. Oh, he's in the background. He haunts, yeah. yeah, he haunts the film. He's not yeah. actually in it. No. I think... But very careful does. not to show his face. Of, yes. <laughs> you see a statue, or to, you don't mm. see his uh, face. Yeah. So they can and cast around they want. A, and he, he, his name is banded around a lot. A lot. Of the, the company, Odds Corp, is, yeah. is featured heavily. And in this one, Osborne is dying. Yes. That's the impression we're given, yes. Yeah, well, very blatantly, blatantly yeah. yeah. He's got very little time left to live. Because that, that is part of the, the serum that makes the main bad guy, the lizard, mm. is meant to be a serum to rejuvenate, replenish yeah. us. Not limbs. And yes. Well, not only limbs, mm. but sort of uh, various internal organs. Mm. I have to say, I do prefer this explanation of how Spider-Man came to be. I think, I'm not sure, I think I've heard it's taken from the Ultimates version. Yeah, yes. So instead of just being bitten by a radioactive spider, it's actually no, a genetic yeah. population. Well, as, mm. as, as I said... involved in Yeah, it. as I said to you at the time, the Spider-Man originally was, I don't know, 62, mm. I think. Yeah, the first comic was, I mean, was early 60s. Obviously, so, sort of radioactive. Well, was, yeah, was, uh, radiation was the mm, magic buzzword yeah. mm. in the 60s. Yeah, whereas with the uh, sort of the uh, previous three films, I mean, sort of, it was very much um, genetic engineering. Yeah, yeah. And gone are his uh, inbuilt, grown Yeah, the, uh, the organic web, mm. uh, web shooters. It's, it's so he's built mechanic. his own again, oh. yeah. back mm. into the original. Again, that, that's back to the comics. Mm-hmm. As been pointed out, if he was a real spider, it would come out of his bottom. <laughs> it should do, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it has been mentioned a couple of yeah. times, yes. <laughs> That would make well. That make for very interesting viewing. That would. <laughs> <laughs> swinging would take on a whole new uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> connotation. He'd have use of his hands as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so on the whole, I would say it's probably certainly on a par with the first Sam, Sam Raimi film. It's on a par with it. Mm, I wouldn't I'd have say to I rewatch it. But I wouldn't uh, say it's better. I wouldn't say it's worse. It's, I think um, it's Andrew Garfield's a better Spider-Man than Tobey Maguire. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Tobey Maguire was a bit wooden. Yeah, yeah. This, mm. this guy is much more emotive. But the, yeah, they're, t- they're taking it a different way because certainly there is no ut- internal monologue. Yeah, he doesn't uh, narrate his own yeah. film. Oh, well, really? I forgot he did that. Yeah, the yeah. the yeah. original one, Tobey Maguire narrated. Okay. Sort of voiceover. Although having having said that, I found the Toby Maguire version when he was learning his skills much funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They they've toned down the the overt comedy of the the Sam Raimi. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone all dark and serious. But again, back to to Nolan's Batman. They've tried to put this into the real world yeah. more so than they did mm. with the Sam Raimi. Mm. Yeah. yeah. They tried to ground it. Uh, so mm. was there was there a main antagonist in the film? Or yes, Doctor Kirk Connors or the Lizard. The Lizard. Mm. Yes, yes. He's a he's a one armed professor mm. who's into genetic <laughs> engineering. Yeah, <laughs> who is attempting to splice DNA of a reptile into human DNA ah. so they can regrow their own limbs. Mm. Hence, he's his one arm. He can regrow his one arm. Ah. Yeah, because I did find with the last, um, yeah, the last film. Basically, there were more antagonists that you could shake a muddy stick at. I yeah, mean, because yeah. we had uh, had Sandman, uh, who yeah. was the Green Goblin, and, and uh, there was Venom. Venom. Venom yes. So yes. that was the trouble. It did go down the Schumacher batman route with throw everything at the wall and see what sticks but this one is they mm. just concentrated on the one mm. it's which is what they should have done this what mm. they should have done arguably the best of the raimi spider-mans is the second one with yeah. dr octopus he yeah. was a great villain and they were right in those first couple of ones to concentrate on one villain mm. hopefully they continue doing that with this new yeah. series i yeah. don't know if it's- i find when, when rebooting a popular comic character for the cinema especially with the new uh well with the old Batman films as well, the Michael Keaton in them, 
are they trying to make the character more angst-ridden, sort of more of a sort of darker they, background? They to certainly it? are. With this. Think, yeah. Well, as I said, there, there is the, the plot threads that have been unresolved. There is something more going on to mm, these parents. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Connor, not directly involved, but he did get the the idea that he knew what happened to his parents. Oh, yeah. Why? Yeah. His parents disappeared. Yeah, it was why he didn't um, never got back in touch yeah. with uh, with Peter yes. when he was little. He tells one of the characters in the film that uh, he didn't tell Peter what happened to his mm. parents. Mm. Mm. I mean, I do like. I mean, I do like that dark gothic twist. I mean, I was very impressed by the first uh, Batman movie. Mm. I mean, not the uh, Adam West, uh, but, <laughs> you know, which is a camp has arrived ten. So I mean, but as I say, the some Keaton's days one can never get rid mm. of a bomb. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, as I say, the Michael Keaton version, he was a very dark and very scarred the, the character. First, yeah. Mm. yeah, the original Tim Burton ones. Mm, that's yeah. right, yeah. He's sort of seeing his parents uh, killed by the Joker. Well, you have that here as well with mm. Uncle Ben. Mm. So I, that was yeah, sad. But that, that is part of the legend. That is always... I'm not yeah. saying... It, he doesn't uh, normally see it happen, does he? Mm. I don't think... I don't mm. think he saw it happen this time. He just heard it happen. He was in the same street, yeah. heard it happen by the mm. time he got the, there. Because yeah. the Toby oh, Maguire yeah, sure. one, he um, stumbled on the aftermath as yeah, well. That's, Did yeah. And yeah. That's, that's the thing. In the Toby Maguire one and in this one, indirectly, his uncle's death is his fault. Yeah. Is that yeah. something yeah. that that's goes come, with the comics? That's with the comics, yeah. yeah. It's one of the reasons why he decides to fight evil. Yeah. Mm, well, in this one, he doesn't immediately think I'll get fight evil. He goes after he's, the guy. He goes after. Yeah, yeah, he tries to track down the uh, the car thief. Some of those the, were funny. Things, yeah, uh, trying out his skills on the uh, criminals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the one with the knife. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy pulls a knife. A silly. It's not really a spoiler. The guy pulls a knife on him. I've got a knife, and he's oh no, it's my weakness, small blade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I think we should really give... We're not going to give it away, but give a small shout-out to Stan Lee, who does appear in this Very film. Very much so. It's the yeah. funniest and, bit of the film. Not, mm. not telling anything about it, but yes, it is one of the high points of the film. Okay. Yeah. yeah, keep an eye But it's very that. brief. Yeah. 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 No, of course. Mm, so, sort of uh, staggering rating out of uh, 10? Oh, uh, I would say oh, probably 6 or 7 mm. out of 10. Yeah. I'd say an 8. I'd probably say 7. It does mm. feel a little slow sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't find that. Didn't you? Oh, no. I, 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 did, I thought it was paced it didn't, quite well. It, no, it wasn't slow enough to begin me to be noticing the time, but I did sort of think this is taking a little bit too long. Mm. Yeah, and, and I, they they do play up the emotional angle a yeah. lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does go all quivery bottom lip. He does. He several does. times. Yes. Yeah. 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 But you know, you've got the actor that can do it, I suppose. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the using his full talents. Yes. No, um, no mention, really, of the Daily Bugle in this one. It was... It was there was one... There was a shot There was a shot, you know. There was a shot of the paper, and it was a news station. Well, on on the news clips from the telly, you had Daily Bugle logo spinning oh, in the corner. They, they oh, they bought it into the twenty first yeah, century. Yeah, oh, there right. was no, there was I no. I miss J. Jonah. Yeah, Jameson. there was no direct <laughs> yeah. J. Jonah Jameson in it. I mean, that may be a character that they'll introduce in in later. Films, I'm sure it'll be in the next film. Mm. Yeah, because he has run through all the comics. He's a major antagonist yeah. in the yeah. comics. But Peter Parker is clearly a, a keen photographer, but, and that, he was trying to take photos of uh, the lizard, of the lizard, mm. presumably to to prove to people. That exists somewhere. I mean, so that is one thing. Fruit. That is one thing I did notice is the first film. It takes him through to graduation and out into working life. Mm. In this film, he's still very much in school. Yes, all the way through. Yeah, he hasn't a graduated. Stupid skateboard around. Yeah, yes. <laughs> he has not graduated. He's still a a high school student. Yeah, high school student. And we haven't mentioned mm. Gwen either. Oh Gwen no, Stacey. she's the main mm. uh, love interest in main this film. Squeeze. It's not yeah. Mary Jane. No, Mary Jane wasn't seen at all. She wasn't no. mentioned at all. Which was she was, in the comics? Yeah. I mean, the, both of them were in the comics, mm. but it was always uh, Mary Jane lived next door, so it always was Mary Jane. Yeah. Presumably she too will turn up turn in the up next later. film. Mm. We'll see what happens, yes. But on the whole, yeah, I, I would recommend it. Get out there and see it. Mm. Yes, yes. And it was apparently filmed in 3D, if that's... Yes. Mm. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, well. Properly done 3D. Well, again, I, we watched it in 2D. We did. I don't didn't, think we missed anything for it. Didn't diminish anything. And again, I sat there and thought, yep, yeah, right, that's the 3D shot. That's yes. the, the, the only there was a couple that I thought were three D shots, especially at the end where he oh, fires yeah. the yeah, web. the very the very and last. I, I must admit, I wouldn't mind seeing that bit because I think that would have been much more impressive. Yeah, than but 3D. that's that's the whole that's the whole point, and it's my main gripe. 
the tricks on displaying 3D have not changed. There's nothing no, they're new. exactly There's, the same as they were when we were kids. They're exactly the same back <laughs> in the, the 90s. The look a bit more stylish. 1930s, when they first tried I was this. not a kid in the 1930s. <laughs> you may have been. Okay, we've got a, a new game. Is it a new game? Well, I'm not sure if it's a game or a spot. It's a, it's a, it's a spot, yes. Yeah. We want you to imagine that you're hosting a dinner party and you can tell us which people, fictional, factual, living or dead, you would like to see at your dinner table. Mm. Just because I know Adam's about to say something, they can't be dead at the dinner table. No. They have to be the living version. <laughs> I was going to say, with this rather smelly corpse in its, in its face and its food. Yeah. Can, you it's have them f- can you have them for dinner? We will let El Presidente start. Yeah, yeah let's have William Shatner for dinner. <laughs> no. just Plenty ma- there to keep you going. Yeah. Yeah, just you can rend him down. Imagine the soup. Yeah, the Shatner crackling. Crackling. <laughs> <laughs> and you could get some nice tiger bread to soak up his juices. That's Scotty you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on, you. Yep. Okay, I've got uh, three fictional characters and three real life people from uh, Made a Face history. <laughs> so, starting my fictional characters, yes. my first will be Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm sure, I don't think. I think his table manners mm. would leave a lot. I don't to know because I, I think he have a lot of fun stories. All the amusing ways he's punished his underlings. <laughs> yes, stories. but if he doesn't like the soup, mm. you'd suffer. No, oh, I'm sure he'd How be a very gracious I mean, guest. Have to lift yeah, that's what he'd have to have I mean. soup. Yeah. <laughs> he'd have some great party tricks. He'd be able to just uh, imagine levitate things. I was, yeah. was going to say, just imagine yeah. him playing with his food and yeah. spitting potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's never bad play cards with him. Never play what? Cards with him. That's bad. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he might let me borrow a squad of stormtroopers so I can blow away a load of jowers. Mm-hmm. Ah. Gungans. So, Gungans may be Gungans, but I think stormtroopers are going to actually hit jowers. Yeah. They've never yeah. actually managed to hit anything with jowers. True, they did, they did wipe out the whole sand crews of jowers. That's because they had their rifles that set didn't on jowers. That occur to mm-hmm. me. They just yeah. kept forgetting to change the setting. Would he play charades after dinner, though? <laughs> <laughs> and then to light things up, I think uh, my second guest would be Bugs Bunny. Why? <laughs> He's easy to feed. Yes. Carrots. Yeah. Carrots, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can do lots of impressions. Yeah. And wacky fun is guaranteed. <laughs> wacky fun. Wacky, wacky yeah. fun. He's got Darth a point. Vader and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. wacky, wacky fun. Wacky fun, absolutely. <laughs> and my third fictional guest will be Captain Scarlet. Bum, 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 So you can have all the fun of killing him in many humorous and different ways. Well, you, could, you could cut his strings just as he's about to take a sip of the soup. <laughs> it's, it's a bit like Jack Harkness, but without him trying to get off with Bugs Bunny. And, of course, Captain yeah. Scarlet's always got wood. <laughs> Leave the room we're now. Going, we're going for a stroll down Smut Avenue again. Sorry. Uh, add on to my real life people then. Oh. Have to be Gillen. <laughs> really? Why? Yeah, she's funny, she's well, interesting. I, I did notice... She's prone to drinking too much. <laughs> she's got legs that won't quit. <laughs> I did notice he invites Gillen but not Pond. Yeah, well, yeah. Pond would mm. whack him. And, and she isn't quite so prone to drinking too much. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't go around she's got the whole Rory thing going on. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, shut her outside her bedroom. Yeah, so she's only <laughs> With a pair a of towels. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, <laughs> but would she actually yeah. ever get to the dinner? <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're a married man. <laughs> and uh, my, my second real-life person would have to be Stephen Moffat. Last mm-hmm. yeah. He's yeah. funny, he's a quick-witted chap. He is. But mainly so I can have Vader instill in him <laughs> the folly of putting out spoilers. <laughs> ah. So is your third guest, Mr Spilsbury? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> my third guest is my future self. But he, he would have to be armed with several massive lottery winning tickets. Ah. Yeah. And a few good stock tips. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's a good choice. That yeah, is a good yeah. choice. And those are my guests. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. What if your future self ended up belittling you or... Well, he you, doesn't have to be that you, far in the future. So he can or, only be... A few months would be enough well, for the lottery. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for the lottery. So Next was, week would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine how insufferably smug you would yeah. be to yourself, though. <laughs> I was thinking of the Red Dwarf episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, when they, uh, yeah. Poor Gil and two of you. <laughs> Jeez, poor girl. Mm. Did you see that, um, that story? Um, it was on several news 
place thingies. Mm. And it was a guy, when he was 12... A oh, school, yes. 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 Was it a school project? He'd recorded himself at the age of 12 talking to his older self. Oh. And now he's 32. He's just recorded another piece of him answering his mm. 12-year-old self. It's very clever. It is quite good. Yeah. Mm. Doctor Who fan as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. My, my okay. fun Ooh. guess. Mm. It's important to have a, a good mixture of guess. Oh, definitely. Keeps guests. conversation going. Yeah. yeah. Okay, people, wake up! <laughs> if you would like to send us ideas for your ideal dinner guests, send them to show at staggeringstories.net or else. <laughs> we'll send Vader over to get you. Right now, we're going to have a very serious discussion. <clears throat> very serious discussion indeed. <clears throat> Barclays Bank? <laughs> no, that's funny. All right. Mm. We're going to talk about Doctor Who. <gasps> the question placed before you, gentlemen, mm. is yeah. this. Does Doctor Who have to be scary? Yes. Yes! <laughs> Join us next week. <laughs> Actually, when I was at work, we were in the what are you going to do this evening stage of the day and I said oh it's podcast day and they said oh what are you discussing and I said um Spider-Man and does Doctor Who have to be scary and my editor said well yes actually it does because it's much better when it is mm. and that's the first time he's ever ventured an opinion mm. about Ooh, Doctor Who really well okay being devil's advocates here yep. um why does it need to be scary it's all about stories clever inventive stories I agree you can have funny ones it doesn't have to be scary all the time does it doesn't even have to be scary at all I think the best one I agree that the best ones are the scary ones and that the kids love the scary yeah. ones mm -hmm. but I completely agree with El Presidente and there's some absolute crackers that aren't particularly scary or even no. weren't particularly mm. scary when we were kids mm. the thing is were they meant to be scary well this is this is it uh, did they just misunderstand the audience or misunderstand the story at that point in time well, the whole the, point of doctor who when it first started was supposed to be historical series exactly yeah. historical education mm, and yeah. then but, they chucked daleks in it but well, as yeah they, but as i said the bug having said that mm -hmm. having said that fear is what got them off in the first story yes so you get mm -hmm. off by fear <laughs> Cave of Skulls. They escaped ah, the cavemen yes. by the, making the, the cavemen of afraid of mm -hmm. the burning skulls. But they didn't make the audience afraid. Well, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you, the scenes of them running through the forest being chased by the, uh, That's the tribesmen. Is that suspense more than mm -hmm. fear? Yeah. Uh, no, is suspense and fear the same thing? No. How no do you, you know? Because <clears> it says so in the dictionary. <laughs> 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 To, to something to be suspend, suspenseful. There's got to be an element of danger, an element of fear. See, mm. I I, I, I'm not sure I agree. Suspense is the anticipation of something. Yeah, exactly. You, and you could be anticipating something, something pleasurable, <laughs> but it's, it's not the same as fear. Well, the, so you, fear you, is fear. I will have you know, yeah. is when the Vok robot turned round and his eyes were red. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. fear. Well, what is the first example of fear in Doctor Who? Is it the Dalek I plunger? It, I really do think it was the, um, Susan, the, that... Yeah. Um, Susan Teddy. That's <laughs> the cliffhanger the with Barbara mm. and, the, and the first Dalek. Oh, I do Barbara. think maybe, yeah. that was the first scary bit. Mm. Maybe. I, I don't know, maybe it's suspense again, but that first episode, particularly mm. the, the pilot version, is very atmospheric, very... Uneasy. Yeah. Yeah, there was an uneasiness about that's it, but again, that's what not is, fear. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. No, uneasiness. What is uneasiness? Something is wrong. Something's yes, not it's right. The it's the knowledge not, that something's it's not, not the, quite right yeah, at the it's back not of your the mind. Full, yeah, it's not the full-blown of fear, mm. but it's something unknown, something not right. Yeah, but that's, well, again, that's... A, gen a general sense of trepidation. Yeah, yeah. again, well, children, that's, that's not fear, Little though. fears. Mm. Yeah. Well, would children have been frightened by that first episode of Doctor Who with going into the TARDIS and the humming and all that? No, I don't... I, I think they'd have, have found so. that um, interesting. They'd have. Um, they would have thought, oh, a spaceship. Huh. Yeah, they'd have wanted to know what happens next. Mm. Whereas the 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 Dalek plunger, that first episode with Barbara, that yeah, it's like, what the heck is that? That's... Especially in the simpler days of 1963. <laughs> yeah. Does Doctor always have to have a monster to, to generate a scare or a fright? I'm not, not, necessarily, no. not necessarily a monster to generate a fear. 
And again, it depends on your classification and how far you spread fear. But there's got to have been something to threaten our heroes, something yeah. to, to motivate our heroes to do things. Even if it's just a villain mm. rather than a monster. Yeah. I mean, you're going all the way back to uh, fear is a healthy emotion. Kids have to experience fear. If fear wasn't well, good... Well, if we beat ours regularly. Yeah. <laughs> if fear, if fear wasn't is, big good to for beat you, you back. Or if fear wasn't... <laughs> Propagated. Why do we have roller coasters? Why do mm. we have haunted oh, houses? Yeah. Why did we have the grim fairy tales until the Victorians got hold of them? <laughs> Mary Whitehouse was was wrong, or yeah, she was I way she was off base. I think way she was, off base. I, the thing that gets me about Mary Whitehouse is this: is the thing that I can't understand why she, what she didn't understand is yes, this is scary. Yes, this is horrific. But everything's going to be all right because the doctor's there. Horrific mm. is something of an overstatement. Well, mm. I don't know. Cause... I don't know the, the bit, the one that she really threw a rattle out of her pram over the um, deadly assassin. Yeah, the end of the, the episode where he was being yeah. drowned. Yeah. She she did think that was horrific. And, yeah. yeah. But she, like you said, she completely missed the point. Yeah, we knew he was going to be okay yeah, so because like the he doctor was, the was doctor. drowning. He hadn't yeah. drowned. I suppose so. I mean. It wasn't sort of frightening, but just say sort of, it was more of a feeling of suspense. Yeah, you know, being held in suspense until next week. Well, I mean, that—that that is the whole point. Is mm. uh, yeah. I mean, not not a sense of fear as such. But again, personally, my parents could correct me on this, but I can never remember hiding behind the sofa. I can mm. never remember cuddling my mum because I was so scared. I was used to be sitting about t- uh, ten centimeters mm. away from the mm. screen. Waiting for gra- uh, grandstand results to finish, should we get on with Doctor Who? <laughs> I know. I used to. I used to hug a cushion sometimes. No, <laughs> when I was, you know. However, having having said that, I have a sudden flashback to uh, Blink with Number Two <gasps> constructs virtually See, hiding behind the cushion. That was scary. Yeah, that made us all jump. Mm, that yeah. was ah, oh, that was amazing. We did have to coax <laughs> him down off the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is a healthy emotion, and I think if it had been a comedy we wouldn't be discussing it now if who in 63 had started off as a, a romp a kids well, then like, like like galloping like galloping galaxies mm. yeah. or a ghost yeah it would not be here now <laughs> if it was a political thriller i don't necessarily think it would have been here well, no well, no examples of any which have lasted exactly yeah. exactly um, i think i think one of the motivating longevity reasons for it god that's a long complicated and very mangled <laughs> word uh is because of the fear factor Doing a fear factor, yeah. uh, is that a badge of honour? Because in the early New Who, they had a, a group of children who would rate a, a yeah. story by its fear factor. Now, yeah. was that a deliberate thing to drive publicity? Or I think it was. I, I think, think it was very was, clever. Yeah. But I also would have loved to have done that when I was a kid. Yeah. Best mm. way to judge it is to sit your target audience down there and watch how they react. Yeah. yeah. They don't do it anymore. I don't know why. No, I, it's a shame. I, I think it's part of the new... Mm. We go, it's probably because the kids who had to watch Blink wet themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I th- yeah, I think, what is it? Um, first season, Impossible Child. Empty Child. Empty sorry. Child. Empty indeed. Child got a one. Blink got a naught. Because the, the fear high, factor. Yeah, the higher the, the the lower the number, the more scary it was. Oh, yeah, I thought so, it was so, the other way around. I thought it was five out of five, and then there's one yeah. that was six out of five. Wasn't I think it? I think oh, okay, was, I could have been yeah. got it. I could have got it wrong, yeah. but yeah, it was fear factor was. Oh, yes, was the maxed out. And I mean, oddly, is Moffat who tended to have some of the scarier ones, yeah. such as the Empty yeah. Child, yeah. such well, as like Blink, Vast Toffee, Master of Evan. Nightmares. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but one, they've dropped it now. He's in charge. Which yeah. is, which one, is yeah. one documentary I remember watching, uh, I say about ten, fifteen years ago, was all about on a rather unrelated subject. It's all about um, manufacturing of games, sort of, uh, sort of video games, or yeah. you know, the latest sort of uh, TV tie-in toys and stuff like that. And they're interviewing this guy and saying, sort of, children are the best barometer of how product will sell. Right, we're going to put this on the market next amount of uh, months. We're going to get sort of so many kids to either play it or uh, watch it, mm. or sort of you know, just generally sort of throw it around and see how they get on. And that way, they can judge how successful the product will be. So, what you're saying about the fear factor is, you know, is spot on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's, for example, there's and there's different levels of fear based on the age of the child of the viewer. Yeah. Yeah. Blink, you know, scared the living snot out of most of us, <laughs> especially <laughs> at one point. Whereas um, in Rose, when the wheelie bin ate Mickey, that yep. was just mm, sort of quite silly. amusing mm-hmm. and a bit silly. Yes. When the wheelie bin ate Mickey, my nephew burst into tears because yeah. it scared him. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he's not 20 or anything. He's, <laughs> he was like five. 
but they've aimed they've seemed to have aimed it wonderfully different levels of fear at different yeah. levels yeah. of uh, viewer yeah no, I, like um, I, the doctor dances and the empty child yeah. i found that one bloody scary yes no, I was, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm emphatically in the yes camp. Uh, it needs to be scary. It's one of the things that I think has helped garnish the interest, the talk, to mm. keep it uh, to keep it alive and healthy. Fear is a good motivator to drive forward the stories. Mm. Well, something that Moffat was saying about uh, season five is that it's a dark fairy tale, mm. and if we go back to history all those grim fairy tales and yeah. that they were very frightening oh yeah, yeah completely like he said before yeah. the victorians diluted them yeah but mm. um sort of punishment for the uh, snow white's wicked witch was originally she had to dance in red white hot slippers metal yeah. white hot slippers mm. i mean that's horrific yeah, it really but it is, is a well look children's. at hansel and gretel yeah that's even after the Victorians have got hold of it. That was still pretty horrific. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so is this Doctor just the modern version? I, I, of that? I think so. Yeah, and long may it be. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think of a story I've enjoyed that didn't have an element of fear yeah, in it, and I'm having trouble finding and one. So what, how again? What do you put a level or element of yeah. fear? Like, like we just began the discussion, uh, the unknown, uncertainty, something off. It's not necessarily full-blown fear, but, but it's something at the back of your it's mind. It's something at the back yeah. of your mind that you're not quite right with, disquieted with. Of course, then we have the opposite end of the spectrum, yeah. where something that was meant to be scary <laughs> is yeah. just bloody funny. Mm. The murker. I cite, well, the murker oh, and the rats from Ch- Talons of Weng yes. Shang. Yeah, yeah, that, that, oh, <laughs> that is a superb, brilliant sh- uh, episode until we get to the rats. Well, yeah. even like, like mm-hmm. you said, the, um, the murker the description of the murker on paper was wonderful. Yeah, it's just dinosaur <laughs> burst through airlock. The, uh, the BBC at the time weren't quite just, up to the uh, yeah. Effect. It was just the execution, is the realization. Yeah. Yeah. And the the snake from Kinder and Snake yeah. Dance. Mm, yeah. you know, yes. Although I, I still maintain they shouldn't have changed it. <laughs> well, it looks better on the CG. Version. It does. It does. <laughs> or time lash with the uh, rather um oh the uh, the, the phallic the, looking um yeah the um Morlocks. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, were you scared at the time, though, or not? No, not particularly. I think you're probably a bit old. Right? Yeah, I think I was yeah. too old for that one. Yeah. yeah, I was laughing at Paul Darrow by then. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, and yes. I'm wondering oh. what on earth a bendy lips warship was. <laughs> ben- <laughs> oh. Bendy lips. <laughs> that kind of ruined time lash for me. Yeah. <laughs> Any other examples of where the fears just? been laughable <laughs> i think well it's not so much the fear has been laughable but i jump out with claws of axos mm-hmm. there is a scene in that where they i think it was put one of the axon things in a particle accelerator mm. uh, they put it through a nuclear pile and it suddenly bursts out and attacks the doctor and joe right now the camera sort of zooms on it for a couple of seconds and for just for a couple of seconds you think Jesus Christ, what the hell is that? And then the camera is on it for about a minute and you mm. realise it's a man in a sack with string painted to it. Well, it's yeah. the same but, as um, the... I can't remember the name of the creature, but in Terminus, the big creature that comes and gets the, the lasses. The Garm, that's it. Yeah. And it said in the original script, all you can ever see of it is the glow of its eyes yeah. and oh, the noise. Yeah, and that would have been wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But then they had to put man in suit. It's yeah. a big it, grey dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looked like yeah. a man in a mouldy Snoopy costume. Yeah. He did, didn't yeah. he? Mm. Uh, well, was... the candy man, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, in, in the Target novelisation, they make him definitely humanoid and slightly pasty skin. Mm-hmm. Who, the candy man? The candy man. Yeah, and he was actually yeah. quite... You know, what the description of him quite scary yeah it's book. again is is something not right is off mm. but the tv show we had bertie bassett yes indeed i'm yeah. really surprised they didn't get sued <laughs> yeah i think they did all but yeah <laughs> they had to change the color or mm, something it, yeah. for that stupid thing on his mouth yeah <laughs> i mean i'd say sort of um my hilarious monsters would be a uh, full circle yeah, the uh, swamp people. Oh, the Marshmen. Mm-hmm. They were just um, Silurians mm-hmm. with yeah. nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, if you say so. <laughs> if you look, the costume actually had nipples. Mm-hmm. Well, but of course, that episode did bring Batman. us the scariest thing of all. Adric. Oh, Edric, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, Adric, yeah. Very. What about other programs quickly then? Other science fiction? Is, is it that common that they make things scary? No, I don't, Star I don't Trek think doesn't it is. have that no. many Yeah, scary. Star Trek is more preachy. Yeah. A primeval um, tries with the, the creatures, but it's, it's the same sort of scare every mm. week, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Stargate is at a couple they've had a couple but stargate tended to drift into star trek territory yeah. where it was all preachy and why earth mm. is brilliant and mm. and the like but the thing with stargate is everyone was human or yeah. humanoid anyway maybe it's because they're aimed at different audiences because yeah. doctor yeah. is a family audience yeah. trying Imagine. to scare the kids one thing yeah. one thing that did make me jump was in uh, the twilight zone movie in the final story where a terror at thirty thousand feet oh yeah where john nithgo opens the blind on the aircraft window and that oh, and it's there in. just the waving gremlin, its yeah. finger yeah. That was that didn't make me so jump, that cool. Mm. <laughs> one thing, though, uh, one thing you, you do notice, the American shows... Hi, yep. Naya. <laughs> Everyone say hi to Naya. Hello, Hello. Naya. The American shows, um, like Star Trek and Stargate, they try to preach a better world. Yeah. You know, this With their is military. <laughs> you know, well, you know what I mean? Oh, the message is there. You know, they try, try to preach a, a better world, a yeah. better way to live. Mm. And in Britain, we try to scare the children. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling our American cousins were right to go over the Atlantic and separate themselves from us, because we're horrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's any modern-day ones, but certainly Sapphire and Steel. Oh, clearly. See, yeah. again, That's... scaring people. That, yeah, that had, yeah. that, that that had, had an element of credits. unquiet to it. Yeah. <laughs> And again, that was aimed at family audiences. Initially, certainly the first episode was very more child-orientated than than the rest. Well, those, I was young enough to actually be scared oh, by I certainly them. was I have and they, they really did this, this is where my yeah. whole oh, this is where my whole photograph phobia and, yeah. well not that it's the messing with eyes the black eyes yes that's oh. well the one scene in Sapphire and Steel that did make me jump was it the uh, railway station episode yeah. I think that's the one you've just been talking about um, yeah. not so much the eyes where um, I think Sapphire turns around it looks like her face, face is, is melting. melted yeah mm. Mm, yes, yeah. it was quite scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's another good one. I know we, it's one we keep on banging on about, and mm. it's it ha- did raise tedium to an art form because of whole episodes, <laughs> a couple of episodes where absolutely nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, when yeah, it yeah. did, it happened really it suddenly. The Jesus, <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was also educational because I didn't know what um, Goosey Goosey Gander oh, was aimed at yes. the nursery rhymes, and then I did. Yeah. Nursery rhymes are pretty scary too, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the history behind them. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not sure about anything else. I mean, um, I, and not, Merlin doesn't have that many scary. No, it, I mean it's not so much horrible, uh, not so much scary, and it's more done as fun. But horrible histories certainly ta- uh, tackle some rather dubious aspects. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was all factual yeah. stuff. Mm, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you guys can think of anything else that relies on scaring the living snot out of small children. <laughs> <laughs> Do let us know. Well, one thing that scares the bejesus out of all of, all of us, he's looking at us right now. Oh, it's oh, him. Has he recovered from his trip to Cardiff? Mm, I think he has. Yeah, yeah, just. He's still wearing one of those Welsh hats with the frilly... Um, yeah, <laughs> and his nose is looking a little worn. Mm. <laughs> Polish it. Well, yeah, what's he been doing with it? I don't know. Oh, yes. anyway. I think we should say hello to yes. him before he mm. shouts at us. Yeah. Mm. Hello, 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 Carl your days are numbered. Graham, <laughs> fascist, dangerous, Box. dangerous Churchill. Yeah, and assorted poseable Minions, action figures. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, have you decided if you're going to get a Jenna Louise cutout yet? I don't know. Just to scare you off, Jenna Louise <laughs> Coleman, he's going to have you in his living room. <laughs> oh, that's I, wrong. I worded that's that so, incorrectly. So wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Will there be a cat of small figure? Oh, stop it. <laughs> Any feedback? Yes. Yes, there is feedback. Ed, you've been writing to us, you lovely, lovely, lovely people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you. And Dean. Thank you. Hello, Dean. He says, hello to the extraordinary league of staggering people. Ooh. Just a quick bit of feedback about the staggering day out. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be 
big thank you to Adam for organising what had to be one of the most fun and enjoyable couple of days I've had in a long while. The minibus journey to Cardiff was an experience (laughs) and should have had its own mini podcast. (laughs) Probably should. Galichon (laughs) kept us entertained with music from Doctor Who and the Animaniacs. I I think that was Adam, actually. (laughs) It was all of us. Our guide, the lovely Helen, was brilliant, giving us information on some of the sites of Cardiff, including things that weren't on the itinerary. Shh, about the itinerary. (laughs) (laughs) The museum was nice, and seeing things from a different angle to how they were filmed for the show makes you realise how clever the crew were. And blimey, the size of that pig! (laughs) It was a big pig, wasn't it? It was. It was a rotund pig. Mm -hmm. Eating at the diner was fun, and the staff and some of the other customers were really kind and friendly. I'm bemused, I think. Le Probably. chef de Pertius de Lelevolt, hello, head of Pertwee, <laughs> was being very naughty with him looking up Marilyn's skirt and was keeping other sightseers entertained, and some of them smiling and saying, oh, it's what's-his-name from off the telly. <laughs> I think he also took a shine to Andy Nunny, as everywhere Andy went, yes. he wasn't far behind. <laughs> he seemed to take possession of him one yeah. Point yeah. in time. Recording the podcast on the lighthouse ship was inspired, but it was such a shame we were running a little behind schedule <laughs> and we're only in there for an hour. I was yeah. just thinking, everywhere that Andy went, the head would surely go. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you like the trophy? I oh, spent yes. yeah. oh, minutes making it. Really and did good. you enjoy the Twinkies? I hope fake Keith didn't eat all the ones that were left over. And I think construct numbers one and two did. They, yeah, they? they devoured them. Getting out of the Red Dragon Centre was so funny. And phrase, <laughs> look, kids, Buckingham Palace will be with me for a long time to come. Yep. <laughs> So with that, I will say thank you again, and here is to the staggering day out. All the best and dumplings. (laughs) Dino, P.S. If fake Keith is reading this and my spelling and grammar are wrong, tough. (laughs) Well, the only thing that's wrong is after the dot, 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 for after grammar is wrong, tough didn't need a capital letter. (laughs) Thank you, Dean. Thank you, Dino. I've seen the pictures on Facebook of the uh, phantom Twinkie eater. Ah, yes, I saw that lurking behind Mm, me, munging a Twinkie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have one here from Will. Hello, Will. Hi, Staggering Stories. I'd like to thank you for what you did with my link. It was very kind. What did we do? Publish it. Oh, right. Uh, plug, plug. Okay. Oh, did I think I might talk about a few things I've been watching on television. Oh, yeah. First, I have been watching Chuck. Chuck. I have really enjoyed up, this Chuck? so far because it's action and comedy in one. Mm. I have also been watching Death to the Daleks. Ooh, yeah. It was one. quite odd. <laughs> yeah. But good. And finally, I have been watching House of Anubis, which is really good. Got to go now. Bye-bye. Will. Thank you. What's House of Anubis? I think that is... Where Anubis lives. No, no, no. no. I think that's uh, an early Saturday or Sunday morning. You know, I'm usually not awake at that point in time. A TV series? A TV series, yes. Not early. It's all along, along the lines of uh, Crystal Maze and sort of that type oh, of thing. vibration all the way through the sofa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there? He's vibrating. Mm. I like it. Stop vibrating with my wife. <laughs> we have one here from Mr. M. Hey. Hello, Hello, Mr. M. The Les Dawson of email writing. <laughs> okay. He says, Hello long time no right team it's me mr m well it has been a really long time but i'm back oh no quick save yourselves before it's too late (laughs) loving without a g the podcast at the moment especially just a minute things in five words how about a game of yes and no yes no anyway my main reason for writing is in is my new obsession and the main Uh-oh. reason I have been away for so long a song of ice and f- I think that's supposed to be f- and fire Ah! I yeah. recently read the first book Game of Thrones Yeah. Yes. I am about one third through the second A Clash of Kings mm. for my 15th birthday yes I'm 15 one year till it's legal the first <laughs> season of the HBO series um, Spiola music oh. spoiler All right. spoiler music it is brilliant fantastic I love it my favourite characters have to be Arya Bran Tyrion and Daenerys the writing C I think this is fantastic and the characters continue to enthrall me with every read or watch the TV series keeps true to the book shortening long unnecessary scenes and expanding on other things as well 
I found a surprise watcher in my 65-year-old nan. <laughs> it's like nudity. <laughs> I'm guiding her Men through... Men with the, big swords. And I'm guiding her through Thrusting. the lands of Westeros every Monday night. I must give a special mention to Harry Lloyd, Viserys Targaryen, yes. who mm. I distantly know. He played son of mine in human nature, family yeah. of blood as well. He's got, he's got blonde hair in, in Game of Thrones. A wonky smile. Yeah. I'm not sure about the wonky smile. But seriously, if you haven't read Watch, watch it now. Sticking them with the pointy end, Mr. Adam's had an idea. (laughs) (laughs) P.S. I'm also suffering from a lack of Gillen's legs. (laughs) P.S. P.S. Is it wrong that I find Aria really hot? She's only like a girl. But you're a boy, so, you know, that's good. P.P.P.P.S. Just looked on Wikipedia. She's my age, by about two weeks difference. Okay. <laughs> Time to start hunting her down. Stalking! Oh, Stalking! Oh, oh, dear. There, there is a YouTube video out, out there. I can't Night remember Vision what it's goggles. called, but it's a Game of Thrones She's 15. one. No, Game of Thrones one, where they've replaced all the swords with lightsabers. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to talk about a 15-year-old girl, then I was going to call the police. I know, I know. I can see that look in your see, eye. See, you've, you've got just edged past the she's old enough to be your daughter stage of your life. Yeah. You're now edging into she's old enough yes. to be your granddaughter. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Any more feedback? Fake Crumbly says hello. Hello, oh, hello, fake, fake crumbly. crumbly! Is she the one who pinged in the middle of our WhatsApp? Yes. Ooh, uh, that sounds library. painful. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's been audio feedback here from Patrick. Hello, hello Patrick. Patrick! Hello, team, it's Patrick here recording a congratulations for your fifth anniversary. Five years Thank you. of staggering Thank you. stories. Thank you. Now, according to Wikipedia, the fifth anniversary is the wood anniversary. Yes, so it is. I'm recording this up tree. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In, in celebration of that. Um, actually, <laughs> here's the interesting fact. If you add is up the out? minutes oh. of all the time you guys have spent recording and all the, all the amount that you've published God, onto the internet, oh. if you add it all up, yeah. it turns out that you guys have created more content than I have. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I do hope you all have a really amazing day celebrating. I wish I could be there on the staggering day out. Uh, uh, and may the reign of staggering stories continue for many years into the future. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure it will. This we is the last podcast. Yeah, this is the last one we're finished. <laughs> well, if we're up to our fifth season now, surely we should, well, fifth year, surely it should be sort of season two, podcast one. I don't know. No, still no. season one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Series one or whatever it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, that's that's how Galachon <laughs> used to introduce them. I think yes, we should go backwards now, then. Oh, we backwards. Should, yeah. What do you mean? Season two, podcast one, three, six. No, 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 no. no. Go to a season zero. You're strange. We'd have to grow a beard though if we went to season two. I can't Mm. grow a beard. Well, I've got to lose more hair. No, you wouldn't look good in a beard. Trust me. I just pinched myself. You wouldn't look good. (laughs) Any more feedback? No more feedback. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. But in the next one, there'll be more of the same, more fun, volatility, and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. <laughs> so, until that mollycoddling miasma of merriment tumbles down upon us this... from the moon, <laughs> this is me, We're Crump, off with Mr. Spoon. Button blue. Button blue. Be back soon. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to do the out credits when people arse around. There's only so many times we can link Watch with Mother together to cover all this. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye-bye. The moon's a spoon. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 137, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here over the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is now presidente production at www.staggeringstories.net. Yeah, something to fiddle with. Pardon? That's what I'm for. Yeah, but you're all the way over there, and there's no hard bits on you. It can be. <laughs> Play your cards right. No, no, that's okay. I was teasing the cats with my sonic screwdriver the other day. <laughs> <laughs>
No, my David Tennant sonic screwdriver. It's longer. Mm. <laughs> no, because it's got, a, you, it's got it. a UV light in the end, and they're chasing it around the floor. It's pathetic, isn't it? Mm. Cats are meant to be intelligent. <laughs> I do that with Keith. You know, if you make the light go up the wall, he's like, where's that come from? What's that? <laughs> You're a very strange man. That's what my wife says. She's an intelligent woman, your wife. I've mm. always said so. Um... How intelligent. She married him. Yeah, well, we all have our off days. Uh, I married you. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. But Jane has a plan. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Has she not... Is she she like... um, She won't have told you the plan. What's the plan? Oh, it's for women only. Oh, she has a plan. the plan as he is gone. Oh, I know what she wants. (laughs) (laughs) Where? (laughs) Do you give it to her? (laughs) Dear Mrs Crumbly, <laughs> just thought I'd let you know that right. your husband has been unnecessarily obscene oh. about your and his married lives. I'll be checking the chatter on Facebook over the next week or so. <laughs> Can I draw a big smiley face on your head? No. Oh. <clears throat> You've actually caught the sun. I know. How did you manage that? There hasn't been any since no. mid-April. <laughs> That was perfect, actually. <laughs> He's That's quite a scary laugh. <laughs> he never acts. He's act- well, I hope he's acting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, intro music. Yep. Hey! It's nice having about 18 of us doing that all round the table. It was, wasn't <laughs> it? No, I really enjoyed that. I think we should invite them all round every time and just <laughs> yeah. do it. <laughs> Because it was about 11 at our yeah. place. Yeah, after uh, poor Helen almost washed, wet herself. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Keith was talking about the fire alarm. Oh. Fire alarm? Oh, yeah, we've, we, got, we've, got, fi- the... we've got a plug-in fire alarm oh, on the okay. light switch, so it constantly charges whenever the light is on. Okay. But to test it, you flick the light on and off, and it will set the fire alarm off. Oh, okay. And she ran upstairs, flicked the light switch just before she went to the loo, and everything went... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job she was in the loo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she almost... What with the cats and the head itself and that. Oh, yeah, she loved the head. <laughs> You've made it little again. Make Sorry. it big. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me a while nowadays. Stop it. As long as you get there in the end, yep. that's all that matters. <laughs> Have I made well, it too to- big for to- you? Oh, that's fine. Anyway. If you give it a rub, it goes smaller. <laughs> no, and has around. the opposite effect on me. <laughs> You're right. in a pervy mood, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to ping my pen. Oh, <laughs> You pinged your pen at me. Sorry. Would you like it back? Best not. I'll only ping it at you again. No, let me pass you your pen back. No, 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 no. Can't see you blind. Help. <laughs> you could have made a hole in Adam's sofa. Mm. What letter shall we have? You're actually on M. Mm. Do, 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 do. Masticating. <laughs> Masturbating. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Menopausal. <laughs> Menstruating. Oh. <laughs> Molly coddling. Leave the room now. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 